Welcome to the School of Health Radio, brought to you by 3ASOH.com. That's 3ASOH.com. And we are the School of Health Radio podcast. We're excited to journey with you in this health-oriented podcast. This podcast is on the subject of health, all manner of health, physical and mental and spiritual, because our lives are greatly affected by our health and the health or lack thereof of others. So who am I? I am T. Christopher Smith, your host. I am the director of the Three Angels School of Health. I'm a 20-year missionary veteran. I have been training missionaries for 20 years. I've been a medical missionary for over 15 years and training others in doing that. I am a farmer by trade that is a biological farmer. Um, We grow foods that are fully mineralized and foods that are full of nutrition rather than growing for uh, abundance we grow for quality and so lastly i'm a christian i love jesus and i love the people that he died to save so today in our broadcast i i want to start off with the news of the day The next two weeks are are going to be brutal, we're told, from the president. Why brutal? Because the deaths are on the rise and quite a number of people are dying from the coronavirus. Coronavirus pandemic has taken over every aspect of life on the planet. As a matter of fact, the question is being asked by many um, in various different parts, is the cure for the coronavirus actually worse than the disease? Signals and hints are being dropped that this pandemic is not to, going to go away very soon. As a matter of fact, the, the, um, the chart that was put up by the White House today on the news conference shows that July is the end of the slope, is the early date for the end of this wave. And we may be dealing with this issue for the next few years. So buckle in, folks. In other news, uh, video, news footage from RAI or Radio Televisione Italiana from 2015 exposed dark efforts by China on viruses. As a matter of fact, you can go to the website. It's uh, The website we went to was zerohedge.com. It's a news red si- uh, website. And so when I go here to zerohedge.com, it shows a picture of uh, the Italian news broadcaster as they are speaking about the, the work of the Chinese on viruses. As a matter of fact, it goes on and it talks about these things um, that they were doing back in 2015 and that were exposed, that the Chinese were doing biological experiments the Chinese scientists, it says here, have created a pulmonary supervirus from bats and mice only for study reasons, but there are many questionable aspects to this. Is it worth the risk? It goes on quoting. It's an experiment, of course, but it's worrisome. It worries many scientists. It is a group of Chinese researchers attaching a protein taken from bats to the SARS virus acute pneumonia derived from mice 
The output is a super coronavirus that could affect man. It remains closed in laboratories and it's only for study purposes. But is it worth the risk creating such a great threat only for examination purposes? That was in 2015. They were blending bats, uh, diseases from bats and mice, and they were practicing it in uh, laboratories in China. As a matter of fact, it's very interesting. It uh, goes on to talk about this, and there's video uh, if you want to look it up. Um, this was brought up um, even later on by the Nature, uh, the journal Nature. And so um, they spoke about these things, and, and they mentioned it, and they tried to downplay it and say it's not the exact virus, but everything that was discussed in 2015 by the Italian news agency, RAI, is also what we're dealing with today. And as a matter of fact, they bring this up and there are pictures. The Chinese were very excited and very happy about the work that they were doing. As a matter of fact, it says, um, there's a question that's being asked on the web and around other places that we might be at war with China, a biological war with China. The journal Nature in 2017 February did a piece on BSL uh, dash four laboratory in Wuhan, China, China, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. A, um, as a matter of fact, there is a $20 trillion lawsuit that's been filed against China for waging biological war using coronavirus. In other news, the Washington Times newspaper wrote Monday, March 30th, 2020, that's yesterday, when it unearthed a video posted online in December and funded by the Chinese government showing Mr. Tian, a key researcher in Wuhan and a leader in bat virus work in caves uh, in the Hubei province, and I, I, pro I apologize if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, taking samples from captured bats and storing them in vials. This man is quoted as saying, Mr. Tian, I am not a doctor, but I work to cure and save people. But which people, the question might be asked. He says, I am not a soldier, but I, I work to safeguard an invisible national defense line. Brothers and sisters, these things are coming out because people are researching into these things. People are asking questions and they're going back because a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands right now. And they're going back and they're looking up to see what happened and where did these things come from? The Pew Research Center found that more than half of Americans are praying more because of this pandemic. Well, that is a good, that is a good sign. It shows that people aren't just freaking out. People aren't just uh, uh, stocking up on toilet paper and water and, and pasta, but that people are turning to a source outside of themselves. And, and here it, it gave the, the, um, the intimation that they're praying to God. They're not just praying to the tree or praying to the virus. They're praying to God. Now, I want to, I shared uh, yesterday about trying to give some perspective when it comes to these things, when it comes to this. And I showed how the, the number of deaths that we're dealing with are far less than deaths that we're accustomed to. 
We talked about heart disease. Uh, we talked about cancer. We talked about diabetes. We talked about other things like that. And that far more people, almost uh, over three quarters of a million people die every year just from cardiovascular issues. And, and no one uh, freaks out about those numbers. But this pandemic, pandemic being something new is causing people to really be stirred up. And, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be. I'm not trying to make light of it. I, I always try to, try to get people to see the, 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 the better side of things. I try to encourage them. I try to give them some hope, even with the dark clouds that we're facing. And this pandemic is a very dark cloud, especially to the economy. More people are affected because of the economy than actually being affected by the coronavirus. The coronavirus effect on the economy is why people are asking, is the cure worse than the disease? So let me give you a little bit of perspective. Now, 9-11 now was a turning point in our nation. It was a turning point in the world, global terrorism, and, 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 and 19 individuals with box cutters, as they say, on planes, turning them into missiles, flew them into the World Trade Center complex, and they ended up killing, matter of fact, I have the note here, the September 11, 2001 attacks killed 2,977 people that were victims. 6,000 others were injured. 265 people died on the planes. 2,606 people died in the Twin Towers themselves, which could have been far worse. I'm told that upwards of 10,000 people worked there. It was between 10 and 50,000 is the number I've heard. So it could have been far worse. 125 people died in the Pentagon. As a matter of fact, uh, more people died because of it later on, and that would be first responders and people who were affected by uh, the debris and the things that they, they breathe in. And so we don't have numbers for that. But today, today, the 31st of March, today, the number of people that have died from coronavirus in America, and this number was a little bit more challenging looking up, because it's not on the website. Matter of fact, when I go to the website, um, the um, arcgis.com, A-R-C-G-I-S.com, and I think this is for John Hopkins, when I go to the website, it doesn't tell you the number of deaths in America. It tells you deaths total in Italy and deaths in Spain and deaths in France and deaths in Hubei, China and deaths in Iran and deaths in the United Kingdom, but it doesn't give the United States. And so it took a little bit more research for me to find out. Today, over 4,000 people have died in America. Now, the great majority of those that have died have died in the state of, uh, of New York. And a great number of them have died in, this, in the city of New York. And New York City right now is really struggling. And we really do need to remember them in our prayers. New York City and Washington State has also had some very serious numbers that have been put up. But, you know, as we look at these things and as we go through them, we recognize that, that there are great challenges that we have to deal with. But there is still hope. 
like I said, people who, we, I mean, we understand almost a quarter of a million people, excuse me, uh, almost three quarters of a million people die from heart disease. Almost a quarter of the people that die every year in America die from heart disease. Heart disease kills more people than coronavirus will do. You know, and even if 240,000, let's say the number is as high as they say it could be, 240,000 people die. God forbid, this is not something that we desire. We want that number to be as low, as low as possible. That would still be a third of the numbers of people who die from heart disease. So I think that we should do something about um, all of the aspects that deal with health and not just coronavirus. And a lot of people that deal with heart disease, stress. Stress is the big killer. As a matter of fact, you know, um, there are a lot of people who are under stress right now, and some of the ones who are under stress are doctors and nurses, specifically those who are working in hospitals. Because uh, there's been a news report coming out that doctors and nurses are being threatened and some have lost their jobs for speaking to the media about protective gear coverage, meaning or shortage. You know, some places they don't have enough. And, and I heard that recently that, that, um, that we are working with China and other places to get some of this protective gear. I know that people are concerned. How is it that we're going to do this? You know, not having these things ourselves, not being the, the, the producer of many of these things around the world, but not having the very things that we need when we have an emergency. I believe there are gonna be changes. I know that when this pandemic is, is in the rearview mirror, that a lot of people are gonna make changes. A lot of people are gonna make changes about their debt and about having a, a, a security fund or having a reserve of, of several months of their income, about possibly getting out of debt, about uh, where they live, whether or not they want to remain in these large cities. One of the reasons why it's difficult in New York City is because the people tend to be stacked on top of one another in these high-rise buildings. It's hard to have uh, social distancing when the, the, the person, the door, your door is right next to someone else's door. You know, you, so many people are going in and out of your building. And so this is one of the things that, um, that uh, I really wanted to discuss. As a matter of fact, as I was looking online today, as I was doing some research for our podcast, you know, and they were talking about the fact that um, this virus that originated in Wuhan, China, this virus um, that Chinese researchers were working on something very similar to, this virus, um, it says this, this is from um, the WashingtonTimes.com. Chinese researchers isolated deadly bat coronaviruses near Wuhan animal market. You know, did they shop there? Did what was the thing? There's no, nobody knows how this got out. Nobody knows if, if it was on purpose or if it was accidental. Who knows? But, but we do know that China didn't say anything about it. China did not mention anything. As a matter of fact, they downplayed it. And, and, and I have one, um, uh, one article that talks about, uh, this is from Radio Free Asia, um, R 
rfa.com, rfa.com, Radio Free Asia, and it says, concerns grow over Wuhan doctor amid call for return to work. So as they are talking about now in Wuhan, they're saying, okay, everyone, it's safe now. You can return to work. They're concerned about this doctor and about what, what happened to him because they stopped posting and all of a sudden they gave this cryptic message. And so this doctor is the one that um, alerted uh, uh, colleagues to several cases of the virus and eight of them were summoned by these people were summoned by the police for sharing information. So they were silenced in China, this communist nation that does not have the constitutional rights that America has. These rights that, that we're told were given to us by God, that we acknowledge that they were inalienable rights. And so these rights, the, the, the right to freedom of speech. Now that doesn't mean that if you speak and it says something against your, um, it says something against your employer. Uh, if, if, if it says something against your employer that you can't lose your job, but you have the right to speak. You understand what I'm saying? This is still America. And so, but in China, they shut them down. You want to go back and see where we left off? Um, where, where you're right now. Just now you stopped? Yeah, yeah, like in the last minute. Let me try. Do you need to play it back and then? Because I, I still remember three minutes and then I looked back. Brothers and sisters, the thing that I'm sharing with you is not to scare or to frighten, but to inform. See, you and I can't do anything about what they did in Wuhan. We can't do anything if we are at uh, in a biological war with China. We can't do anything if uh, we're in a another cold war that now involves biological weapons. There's nothing you and I can do about that. There's nothing we can do about other other people's work in um, research into things that, that cross species barry, barriers that take diseases that are deadly to mice and diseases that are deadly to bats and then um, blend them together and make it more dangerous for man. There's nothing you can do about that. And we're not here to suggest that you can do anything about that. There is no writing to your congressman. There is no um, complaining to the president of the United States that's going to change anything. I am sure that if I know this, then he knows these things. I'm sure this is probably one of the reasons why he was calling it the Chinese virus. Trying to let it be known. 
But the thing that I'm saying is there is something that you can do. There are changes that you can make. And, and after our break, I want to talk to you about some of those things that you can do. Yes, there are individuals who are losing their jobs for talking about the things that are going on now with the hospitals and that some hospitals may not have enough protective gear. You know, and some people may be using this as a means to, to embarrass others. But let's talk about the things that you and I can do that can help improve our lives and help improve our chances, not just against the coronavirus, but against any virus, against any illness, things that you and I can do. After this break, we'll discuss those things. Brothers and sisters, I want to talk with you today uh, about our sponsor. We are being sponsored by 3ASOH.com. This broadcast is brought to you by 3ASOH.com. 3ASOH.com is a health education platform. 3ASOH.com is your home for health education. With upcoming courses like how to boost your immune system, overcoming stress and depression, water therapy, or that is healing by water, food therapy, that is healing by food, massage for life, healing with herbs, mind cures, growing uh, healing foods, 3ASOH.com for all your health education needs, 3ASOH.com, courses coming soon. We're back from our break. And before our break, I was I was making mention of the fact that that we might be at war in a biological war with China. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist because I don't see any profit in that. I, I do believe in reading. I do believe in searching out the cause of a thing. That's why I'm a medical missionary. A medical missionary is much like a, 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 a medical detective to search out the cause for the things and to try to understand it. I'm not a medical doctor. I don't give medical advice. I don't charge for medical advice. I am a teacher and I teach how to, how to reason from cause to effect. And so when we were talking about the things that we can do, one of the things I want to talk about things that we can do is first off, this here. What's this? It's soap. Soap, brothers and sisters. Soap can save your life. Not because you're going to eat it because that will make you sick and it will cause you to be stupid. Well, you'll be stupid if you eat it. Anyway, um, soap can save your life how? Because the principle of soap is, is soap um, is slippery, it's slick. And what it does is it causes the things that are clinging to you to slide off. So soap and water together are very healthful. As a matter of fact, uh, we have a Bible verse for the day. Um, let me see if I can find it. There we go. Bible verse of the day, Isaiah 52 verse 11. Listen to this, Isaiah 52 verse 11. It says, depart ye, depart ye, go ye out from thence, touch no unclean thing. 
Go ye out of the midst of her, be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. The scriptures teach the principle that cleanliness is exceedingly important and that you are to separate yourself from things that are unclean. Now, does that mean you have to move, move out of your house with your little brother who won't pick up his socks? No, that's not what this is talking about. This is talking about personal cleanliness. You know, the washing of your hands. What is the thing they keep talking about uh, in all the reports? Whenever you open a, your, your web browser and it's talking about the CDC and things that you can do to help prevent coronavirus. As a matter of fact, that's one of our questions of the day. It was from Facebook. Deborah asks, what is the best prevention for the coronavirus? Well, the best prevention for coronavirus is being healthful. It's being clean. Now, there are other things you can do. We talked about boosting your immune system and there are other things like this. But literally washing your hands and being mindful of touching your face, especially uh, your nose and your mouth, because the virus can can travel there. There's there, your the virus is a hitchhiker. The virus is um, is 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 a, a hanger on. And so you want to get rid of it as much as you can. You know, you can take the test for coronavirus yesterday and get it today. You understand? People can go, oh, I'm, I'm COVID-19 clean. I, I've taken the test. Well, yes, but only if you maintain cleanliness habits. Cleanliness habits are the key to helping you. Now, yes, you cannot help if the person next to you has it and they sneeze or they do something. But, you know, you can do little things to help yourself. And so uh, I want to talk about this. You know, I went to, uh, to get some food the other day. I went to Walmart and uh, I went to Costco. And when I went to uh, specifically to Costco, when I was in Costco, you know, in Costco, you, the baskets are kept outside, at least the Costco where we are. And you go out, you get a basket and you come inside and about... Um, uh, a good portion inside of Costco, they have a cleaning station. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, you guys got this backwards. The cleaning station should be outside before I touch the cart. You should clean the cart before I touch it. But I get there and you clean the cart, but the virus, if it's on the cart, it's already on my hands. And if I'm walking through the store, whatever I'm picking up, it's gonna be on the, on the, it's gonna be on the, on the things that I touch. And I said, you know, this is, I said, you know, they're just trying to make a good show of it. They're just trying to do their part and try to, to show like they're doing something. You understand what I'm saying? And yes, they're, they're, um, they're, they're cleaning it up. Yes, they're trying to help. But, you know, they've you know, they got to work through their system. You know, it's the same when I go to the grocery store. You know, they'll have a cleaning station. But I guess the person that's cleaning, they don't want them sitting outside cleaning all the carts when they come in. I don't know. I don't understand. You know, or, or right when you get them, hand you a card. I don't know. But what I'm saying that, you know, you can do something. You know, it's interesting. I, I bought this when I was on a, a missionary trip recently. And this, uh, this is Healthy Hands. And what it is, is it's a, it's a little spray bottle. So it says um, it's alcohol-free and non-toxic. It kills 99.9% .9 of germs. Okay. And what it's a sanitizer, excuse me. It's a little scent. So you spray it on your hands. You know, when you go someplace and you just rub it in your hands and it helps to kill the, the, the little pathogens that are on your hands. And I bought this 
I think at the dollar store or, or someplace like that. You know, it's um, the you know I just bought it. I keep this on myself. You understand? Just if I don't, if I can't get there, you know, you you can smell clean. You know, that's what this is. But you can do things that help you. You understand? You can keep wipes in your purse or you can keep wipes in your vehicle that you can take with you. Now, there's another thing that I would encourage you to do um, with personal habits. Now, another thing for personal habits is, is when you go to the restroom. Now, I've seen this as a missionary. I've traveled all over the United States and different parts of the world. And it's amazing to me how many men I've seen go into the restroom and they come out of the top, they come out of the stall, they come away from the, the urinal and they go to the mirror and they check their hair and then they walk out the door. <laughs> I'm a frightened because because we're in we're in a truck stop or we're in a gas station and then they go over and they get something to drink and they go over and get coffee and I'm like, ew, that's disgusting. And then I asked my wife, do women do this? And, you know, she said, you know, I, you know, I don't know if she studies people like I do. I'm washing my hands for quite a while. You know, they say when you wash your hands, you know, 20 seconds under the warm water. And I'm washing my hands with the soap. And I, I really like it when I go to these truck stops that have like a, the little the soap with a little sand in it or whatever it is. It's, and it smells like cherries. It makes me want to wash my hands for longer. And, and I love to go to those truck stops, you know, the, the Flying Jays or the, the Loves or whatever it is, something like that. And, and I just love it because I just like the smell. It dries my hands out, you know, awful. But I, I put some little lotion on or something like that afterwards. But I love it. And so I'm just washing my hands and I'm watching and seeing, you know, maybe a third. I don't know how many people are not washing their hands. And if you're not washing your hands in regular life, it's not likely that you're going to wash your hands when when things are challenging because 95% of all of our activities are habit. Most of what you do comes from habit. And this is one of the ways that we teach people how to how to how to change a habit is I say add a habit to a habit. You know, I, I talk to people about this, and we're going to talk about um, that thing that's so important about having health, one of the most important things that you can do in this pandemic, one of the most important things that you can do at this time. It comes from that which is sitting here, water. We're going to talk about water when we come back. We're going to talk about the healing power of water. And so for you and I, it's time to make a change. This section of our broadcast is brought to you um, by 3ASOH.com. And you may want to know how you can become a partner in health education with uh, School of Health Radio. And it's very simple. Uh, you just go to paypal.com and you enter in paypalme.paypal.me forward slash school of health no spaces school of health and you can uh, give a donation you can give an, uh, a little donation right there or you can enter in 3a school of health at gmail.com in the paypal line you can be one of our contributors by starting at just $5 a month, you can bring health to the world. This will support this health broadcast, so you can please join us as a monthly 
contributor. And we thank you for doing so. That is paypal.me forward slash school of health no spaces or 3a school of health at gmail.com thank you so we're back brothers and sisters we're back and we were talking about that thing that we can do that can save our lives literally save your life what can save your life well i present to you this 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 wonderful formula of H2O, otherwise known as water. Water, brothers and sisters. Water is so important and so valuable that without it, we die. Three days. Three days without water and you can die. It's very important that you and I drink water, yes, and we're going to talk about how much to drink in just a little bit, but it's also very important that you use water to cleanse with. Not just your hands, but your clothing. Not just your hands and your clothing, but your face and your body. How often are you bathing? Not just showering, but bathing Maybe, you know, a lot of houses now aren't even being built with bathtubs in them. But you don't need a bathtub to be clean. You know, you yes, just water, a shower every day or several times a day if necessary. I, I'm not trying to get you to be a fanatic about showering. I'm not trying to get you to freak out and to shower every time you touch somebody's hand or, or I don't think we're supposed to be touching people's hands, but every time you touch something that somebody else touched. But the more often you wash your hands and the more often that you practice cleanliness, the less likely you will be to come down with the, uh, this case of COVID-19. The virus is a hitchhiker. And what you want to do is you want to get rid of them. You don't want to give them a ride into your sinuses, a ride into, uh, into your lungs. You want to get rid of him as soon as possible. And this is why you want to remember so, so washing is extremely important at this time. And of course, this is just practical. People know this. You know you're supposed to, but you need to be, we all need to be reminded of doing that thing that we know we ought to do. I know a few weeks ago, people weren't taking this COVID-19 in some places, not very seriously. Now, some people are um, hypochondriacs and, and they take every little thing seriously, but, and others were taking this more seriously then. Now, th again, this, it's not a, a toilet paper issue. You know, I don't believe that our economy is sunk. I don't believe that this is the end of the world as it were, at least not from what I understand. But this is a very serious health emergency. This is a pandemic. And the people that are suffering from this, many of them are suffering because they have weakened immune systems because they're in a they're in a, a bracket to where they're more likely to be affected gravely and so how can we help we can help by washing our hands we can help by encouraging others when you wash your hands it reminds other people that they need to wash their hands when you make sure that you're wearing clean clothes if you can when you're making sure that you're doing the things that you can do. Now, okay, so now you know about this. But what about water internally? 
how does water help you internally? Well, one of the things that I read was about the fact that we should drink more water often, especially every 15 minutes if you can. Take a, a small drink of water. Why? Because a virus that gets into your mouth, you know, rather than breathing it in and going into your lungs, you can drink water and it can go down into your stomach and there are digestive juices that'll kill it. Hydrochloric acid. And so drinking water can help to keep your mouth. You don't want your mouth to get dry. One article I was reading, but just drinking. Now for optimal health, I always encourage people to drink one half of their weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, I encourage people from my studies in health. I don't diet. I don't, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not telling you what to do, but I encourage people that if I were them, what I would do is I would drink half of my body's weight in ounces. Research shows that that is the best way. That's one of the best ways to stay hydrated, to keep your body functioning properly. One half of your body's weight in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you would drink 100 ounces every day. Now you don't drink hundred ounces at one time. That's crazy. We have to be temperate. You know, even good things are, destru are destructive. You can drown in water. Water is good for you, but can still kill you. But drinking too much water. So you want to drink that water and space it out. So you can just take your bottle of water and you can just drink it and sip it. And one of the nice ways to make sure that you get enough water day by day is to measure it. Now, we all know that, I don't know if you know this, but this little bottle here is almost 17 ounces, 16.9 ounces. And so if you were to think, okay, this is approximately two cups of water, a little more than two cups of water. And you can then measure off, okay, if I need to drink so many ounces, you can just divide um, eight ounces into 100 and get your thing. It's going to be eight goes into 112 times. That's 96 and four ounces left over. And so you would drink um, approximately 12 cups of water. A little cup of water, it's about half of that. That's about that much right there. It's not that much. And if you did that, you know, I, I tell people, I give them, uh, there's a natural remedy that you can use. And a natural remedy, if you have a headache um, that you can use, you drink a cup of water every 10 minutes. I read this in an article and I've seen it work in my own family. A, a cup of water every 10 minutes to get rid of your headache or, or to get rid of your migraine. A cup of water because it helps to um, increase uh, blood flow. It helps you with all, all manner of things. I don't know all the science of it. Actually, I think it's just a little bit more cumbersome, but just know that it definitely works. A cup of water. Water has an amazing ability. Um, and, and you and I are made up of over two thirds water and your body is crying out for water, both internally and externally. And so being, um, being clean on the inside and being clean on the outside is of a tremendous value. And so, um, you know, one of the things I will say about this, and you know, and this is not to beat up on other cultures. Our culture is in the West is a Judeo-Christian culture. And even people who don't believe in God, our culture is very different. We don't have wet markets here in our culture. Uh, in our in our country, generally not 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 widely known anyway, 
and we don't eat uh you don't find bat at the at the right uh, excuse me at the Safeway or at the Kroger's you know you don't find these things you you don't find uh you know um uh you know these kinds of foods there and because of the Bible and because the Western culture is based upon the Judeo-Christian culture, um, uh, we have a different kind of health aspects, just things that we don't come in contact with. You and I don't come in contact with bats and, and with mice and, and with dogs and cats as food, generally speaking. Horses are allowed in many states. When I used to live in California, they outlawed eating of horses. You know, and so because of this, we don't have as many other issues when it comes to things. It's not to say that we're better. It's just that we tend to be healthier because of those things. Brothers and sisters, I really want to thank you for uh, joining us. And um, this radio broadcast can be found wherever you find your, um, your podcast. School of Health radio broadcast can be found at anchor.fm school of health radio. That's anchor.fm school of health radio. It can be found on Spotify, on Facebook, on YouTube, at iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Just search for School of Health radio. We are so glad to be presenting these things to you. And we encourage you to please sign up for the podcast. Let your friends know. Thank you again. That's School of Health Radio podcast. You know, as we bring this session down to a close, you know, as a medical missionary, as a teacher, um, as one who does research into things regarding health, as, as one who aggregates or brings many of these things together and, and presents them to students uh, around the world and, 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 and teaches in various groups and places. You know, I always want to give people hope. You know, there's something you can do. We can't do anything if we are in a biological war with China or Russia or some other place. You know, China... Is sees itself as a major competitor to us. There have been major things happening uh, with the uh, the military and our ships and 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 ships in the South China Sea and and they're exercising their power and America's uh, exercising its dominance and and there is a struggle between the two and and President Trump he he's had a trade war with China and the Chinese people are very proud people and they believe that 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 it is their destiny to to rule the world and to spread um, uh, their brand of lifestyle of of of, of communism or, or you know what I don't it's communism to the world. But you and I can't do anything about that. There's nothing we can do. None of us live in the White House. None of us, even if you did live in the White House, George Bush said that every president that sits there is going to have to do almost exactly the same thing because their choices are very limited. There's only so much that Donald Trump can do. There's only so much that the people in power can do. 
but you can do something about your own health. You can do something about your own decisions. You can't stop coronavirus from spreading around the world, but you can stop it from getting into your lungs as much as you can by how you wash your hands, by washing your clothes, you know, by cleaning off surfaces that other people are using. You can do things like when you go and you don't have to wait for the people at Costco to wipe down your cart when you get inside the store. You can spray and wipe it down yourself with your own things. You can be proactive. This is the thing I'm saying. If you want to be healthy, be proactive for your own health. And if you know of others who aren't as strong as you or who don't have it, be proactive for them. Have extra wipes for others. You don't just take care of yourself. Do for others. And when you're done with your cart, wipe your cart down. Do you understand what I'm saying? You and I can do what we can. And for those of us that believe in God, we look to him to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And this is what I'm trying to encourage you in. I'm trying to encourage you that, that you and I can make a difference we can't stop a global pandemic ourselves, but maybe you can stop it at your house. You know, we're, we're, we're to sit in place and you want to be very careful, but you want to be wise. The scripture says about being wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You understand that? That's just a very simple thing. And so, you know, it's been said as we bring this to a close, let us have health by choice and not by chance. You and I can choose to be healthy. We can choose what we eat. We can choose what we drink. We can choose how we dress. We can choose where we live for the most part. And you can do things that can add health and decrease things that take away health. There's no way that I would be eating a lot of sugary foods right now that would lower my immune system because sugar puts your immune system to sleep. But I would be increasing my water intake. I would be increasing uh, in the foods that are, that are more healthful. We talked yesterday about those delicious mangoes. And, and oh yes, I'm still thinking about them. And about oranges and other things that are healthful. Rather than eating that candy bar, take something and eat that apple. I don't know if it's true that an apple a day takes the, keeps the doctor away. But I do know that you're more likely... You know, what you put in affects what you get out. If you plant corn, don't expect tires or tomatoes. You know, the old saying is you reap what you sow. And so this is School of Health Radio. And we want to encourage you to have health by choice and not by chance. Be healthy, be wise, and be encouraged because there's something that you can do. This is School of Health Radio brought to you by 3ASOH.com. See you next time.